Thanks for tuning in to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we chat with today's most successful and inspiring health leaders. Hey, I want to personally invite you to our first inaugural Healthcare Thinkathon. It's a conference at the Outcomes Rocket and the IU Center for Health Innovation and Implementation Sciences has teamed up on. We're going to put together silo-crushing practices just like we do here on the podcast, except it's going to be live. With inspiring keynotes and panelists to set the tone, we're conducting a meeting where you could be part of drafting the blueprint for the future of healthcare. That's right. You could be a founding member of this group of talented industry and practitioner leaders. Join me and 200 other inspiring health leaders for the first inaugural Healthcare Thinkathon. It's an event that you're not going to want to miss. And since there's only 200 tickets available, you're going to want to act soon. So how do you learn more? Just go to outcomesrocket.health/conference. For more details on how to attend, that's outcomesrocket.health/conference, and you'll be able to get all the info that you need on this amazing healthcare thinkathon. That's outcomesrocket.health/conference. Welcome back once again to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we chat with today's most successful and inspiring health leaders. I have an outstanding guest for you today. His name is Mr. Rick Barnett. He's the CEO at an amazing company that is doing some pretty efficiency-driven processes to help operating rooms as well as med device companies be more effective and efficient in the way that they do their process. His name is Rick Barnett, and he's the CEO at RepLite. He's held many senior-level executive positions within the medical device arena. Mr. Barnett is a performance-driven sales leadership executive with expertise in building client relationships, developing and executing winning sales strategies, and the selection and development of top sales teams. Mr. Barnett is recognized as a leader with a reputation for advancing successful business development campaigns, leveraging core strengths, and capitalizing on solid client relationships. He's done a lot of things and worked with partners such as Stryker, Intuitive Surgical over the last 25 years. In a nutshell, he's a visionary who commonly recognizes outside-of-the-box opportunities while driving the current business to surpass established goals, which has allowed him to function in a consultancy capacity for the past 25 years for top industry leaders. I'm so privileged to have him on the podcast today. And what I want to do is, is have a, an awesome discussion with him, working through some of the things that they're doing at Rep Light to make healthcare more efficient and improve outcomes. So uh, Rick, it's such a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Saul, thank you for having me. So anything that I missed there in your intro that you want to fill in the listeners on? No, not really. And, and, and you're gracious and kind. So thank you in your comments. I would just tell you that the reason that RepLite was uh, founded RepLite was really to provide a needed solution for medical device manufacturers and providers to continue providing amazing patient care to the, the patients that we serve. For sure. And, you know, the thing that I, that I love about your mission, Rick, is, is that it is so centered on on the patient and, and a lot of the things that we do in healthcare can oftentimes take us away from that mission. So I'm excited to dive into some of the things that you guys do. But before we do that, I'd love to learn a little bit more about what got you into the medical sector. Well, it's a great question. I've always had this passion since a, a little boy for helping people just in general. 
And I had an opportunity early on to know a few surgeons and, and a few healthcare providers and just decided that, that it was a perfect space for me, you know, because I, I get this sense and one of the things that, we're, that we tell and that we drive through all of our people that work with us is that we need to treat every single patient like it's a family member. And that's just kind of the core of what we do. So no matter what intervention is happening with that patient, we go at it as if it's our mother, our father, or some immediate family member. And so for the past 30 years, this career has been very fruitful for me and my family. And we're very blessed to, to be a part of it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what a great story. It's, you know, you're surrounded by folks that are that are in the, the sector with a great mission. You just kind of got involved with it. And now fast forward, you've got Rep Light going what I want to do is just kind of level set the audience and give them a little glimpse about what Rep Light does, what problems they solve. And yeah, so just kind of highlight a little bit of that. Yeah, so it's fairly simple, uh, Saul. What we recognized early on is that in the world of healthcare, there's a lot of things that pull our attention, both from the provider and the medical device manufacturers. And what we wanted to do is to do a few things. We wanted to make sure that the technical aspect, the service aspect, and the support aspect was never diminished with all the tasks that we do. So we just believe that if we can continue to provide great quality of care, which equals great outcomes, and then we can do that in a financially responsible way, then we can continue being a leader in this country in healthcare. And so really what we do is we provide service, sales, and support to medical device manufacturers at a level that will allow the professional sales organization to do what they're supposed to do in sales while we service and support uh, the devices that ultimately give patients their care. Rick, such an interesting proposition here. And if you're a medical device manufacturer listening to this, something to think about. We're in an era of constant change. You never know what's going to pop out of policy in Washington for healthcare that's going to change how you do business, like the medical device tax or who knows, right? You just There's so many unknowns. And in an era of unknowns, Rick is providing a really interesting solution. Rick, can you give us uh, something within this realm, a hot topic that you think should be on every leader's agenda listening today? Yeah, I mean, it's, that's a pretty easy question. So, I mean, it's continuing to maintain profitabilities for companies while adhering to all the changes happening. So, everyone's being asked to do more with less. And so one of the things that's very difficult for medical device manufacturers is, is they, they need to see more people, but at the same time, they need to support the equipment that is sold and distributed and used in the field. So how do you allocate resources? It's not really financially responsible just to continue to, to add headcount and add, head, add headcount. So what we do is we come in behind that and, again, supplement the headcount. We hold the headcount. And we provide a contracted service so that really these medical device manufacturers can do more with the resources that they've allocated from a sales perspective. And we, we supplement that with great service and support of the products. That's outstanding. And Rick, obviously, this isn't your first time around. You've had success with this type of model before. Can you give us a little bit more details on, on some of the things that you've done to create results and improve outcomes? Yeah, so I'm a clinician by heart. I started out as surgical assistant, and then oh, I actually cool. ended up. Be, I did, and ended up being VP of surgical services. 
And what I did saw is, is I created basically a rep light internally. Again, it came w- with the same set of problems. You had to continue to increase headcount, and that headcount is is a pretty big strain on a PNL. So what we did is back, and I, I'm going to date myself here, but back when minimally invasive surgery was really taking off in the in the you know mid '80s, it was very disruptive to the the OR. There was a lot of resources that were being put into it. And it was fairly inefficient. So what we did when I went to Stryker is we started a program similar to what we have now at RepLite, where we would put that support role in, and we got to see a lot of tremendous benefits. We got to see clinicians having what they needed, the things working properly. We enhanced the ability for our sales force to do what they were supposed to do. At the same time, the providers were growing because of the efficiencies that we created inside the walls of their OR. So we did that there, and then we went and did the same thing because we had a similar scenario at Intuitive Surgical where disruptive technology, so we kind of did the same thing. The thing that was all of the great results that we were getting were amazing. The only hiccup to that is that we were continuing to increase headcount rapidly. In today's environment, with all of us having to be financially responsible and, and price compression everywhere, there had to be a different way. So it's kind of the genesis for Rep Light to be able to provide that type of service without increasing a company's headcount. Man, that's so interesting, Rick. And today in healthcare, it's not only product innovation that's going to move us forward, listeners. It's, it's going to be process innovation, operational excellence, and the time and dedication that Rick has spent and seeing how to best make this system work has given him results, has given the companies that he works with results, Striker, Intuitive Surgical, pretty well-known names. Rick, you had a chance to catch up before this and you kind of walked me through the rep light. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about that? Why the name? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think as we go through this process and all the change in healthcare saw, we're trying to find ways to become efficient, save money, proper allocation of resources. And so one of the things that has come up is the buzzword is rep list. And the problem with rep list is, is that you, you dump a, then you take a, a, a tremendous amount of responsibility and you put it right onto a hospital employee. Well, the hospital employee is already maxed out. So now we've got an even bigger problem because we're asking people, again, to do probably double or triple their daily work with the same amount of time. So really, it's not rep less that I think gets us advances. I think it's rep light. And that's the reason that the name came about. I, I think rep less is very difficult. I think rep light is much easier. I think that's so awesome, Rick. And listeners, you know, when you think about how you improve process, oftentimes it's incremental. And rather than go all the way to the other side and just get rid of the sales rep altogether or the service rep or the clinical rep, just make it light. And uh, it really, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I definitely invite you to go check out Rick's website where you could learn a little bit more about his system. Uh, Rick, you want to share your website? Yeah, it's simple. It's rep-lit.com, replight.com. So check that out because we're just kind of scratching the surface here with 30 minutes. We really don't have a lot of time to check that, but I definitely encourage you all to check this out, rep-lite.com. Rick, you obviously didn't get here without making mistakes or having setbacks. Your system wasn't always perfected. Can you share a setback that you had and what you learned from that? 
Yeah, I think one of the big things from a corporate standpoint is uh, early on, I really didn't pay attention to headcount from a budgetary standpoint. If we were growing the business, then we added people. And what what I learned, the setback was is that that really can have a negative impact on your P&L. The other thing is, is that there's a lot of times in, in this space that medical device manufacturers and vendors are, are looking to increase and they really, they go through a, a due diligence of an interview process, but they're really kind of hiring blind. With RepLight, I always will allow my clients, if they want our people to take them on at the proper time, that I encourage that as a matter of fact. The beautiful thing is, is that you get to, it's almost like a, a baseball farm team. You get to have a look at this person. You get to see if they're talented. You get to see if they fit within your culture before you do a hire. So we kind of de-risk that. And again, I think the fail or the miss that I had early on saw is that I don't know that I paid attention to resource allocation as much as I do now. Now mm. it's critically important for these companies. They've got to deploy resources in the most cost-effective manner. And that's, that's why I think at RepLight, we're being so successful. We're helping a lot of small to very large medical device manufacturers really create value to, to the customer. Man, that's such a great share and definitely something that we all have to be cautious of when we're running our companies. You know, we really got to keep that cash flow going. And, and it's, it's a balancing act. Like Rick said, if you're wanting to grow double digits or continue to grow at a good pace, and you're adding on headcount, how do you keep this balancing act of, of growth and profitability? And uh, Rick, what a great lesson that you shared. And, and I think one that we can all definitely be reminded of and, and stay profitable and stay consistent with the way we approach it. What would you say one of the most amazing leadership experiences that you've had in healthcare to date? I have two, Saul. I mean, okay. one of the things that I hold very dear to my heart is we will take a junior professional and we will allow them to launch into this great industry. And so that's one of the things that from our standpoint is it's our ministry. It's what we do. We take younger folks and and train them and have them to where they can work in this amazing space, taking care of our patients. This This is a little dated, but in 2007, I was awarded Strikers Corporate Most Impactful Employee. Nice. And congratulations. Yeah, I, you know, but thank you. Well, I think that's a secondary other than, than what we're doing for our folks to have a, a company of that scale uh, recognize you as, as having the most impact into the businesses is pretty overwhelming. And it was a total surprise. So I was very, very blessed and very grateful for, for that award. Definitely something to be proud of. And, uh, you know, Striker's is an excellent company. As you guys build this client base and you continue to serve even more people, what would you say one of the most exciting projects that you're working on at RepLite today is? What's kind of interesting is, is that we've been pulled into many different verticals, anything from orthopedics to laparoscopy to, to home health to dialysis. So what's really exciting to me is, is that the RepLite model really can provide value across the spectrum of care. And not only for the providers and, and our healthcare providers, but the vendors and the manufacturers and the, and the innovative companies that are, that are bringing innovation to this space. What's exciting is, is that this model, we never have one cookie cutter answer for anyone. It, we always modify what our process would be 
so that it benefits our clients. So it's pretty exciting to, to be pulled into many different spaces at the same time because it, it's a, it, you get a, a great look at, at just the overall healthcare space. Yeah, that's so true, Rick. And one of the things that, that we've been talking about a lot here on the podcast is that at the end of the day, innovation in healthcare is implementation. And so if you're going to have a successful program, the importance of implementation is so key. And it sounds like you've had this um, impact across several different verticals. And that's definitely something to be excited about. Yeah, we're, we're, we're really excited about it. We kind of started in one vertical and, and it just seems to continue to, to expand out. You know, CRM, just I can't even name all of them, Saul, that, 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 we're, that are contacting us now to provide this service. It's, it's pretty exciting. Well, there's a huge need and I'm super happy for you guys that, that things are going well. Getting close to the end here, Rick, and this has been a ton of fun. Uh, I'd love to put together a medical leadership course with you. It's the 101 of Rick Barnett on medical efficiency. And so uh, we're going to write out a syllabus, four questions, lightning round style, followed by a book that you recommend to the listeners. You ready? Yes, sir. All right. What's the best way to improve healthcare outcomes? Lower the cost and reduce infection rates. What's the biggest mistake or pitfall to avoid? I don't think we should ever sacrifice quality over cost. You should always uh, strive for the best healthcare possible. How do you stay relevant despite constant change? We are a change agent, so change <laughs> is kind of in our nature. So for us, we welcome the change because it plays right into our business model. Love it. What's one area of focus that should drive everything in a health organization? It's very simple. You have to provide value to those, those that you serve, period. Love it. And what would you say your all-time favorite book is? <laughs> My all-time favorite book is probably a book called Point Man by Steve Farr. And it's just, uh, yes, it's, it's a book on how a man should lead his family. Ah, very cool. Very cool. Love that. Point Man. Listeners, uh, we've got this syllabus for you as well as a link to this book, Rick's website. Everything's available. If you go to outcomesrocket.health slash rep dash light, L-I-T-E, you're going to be able to find that as well as a transcript to all of the things that we discussed. Rick, this has been so much fun. I'd love if you could just share a closing thought and then the best place where the listeners could get in touch with you. So first off, thank you, Saul, for having me. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. And I, I really appreciate what you're doing in healthcare and getting this information out. What I would tell you is that, and I hate to be cliche-ish, but, but if any of your listeners historically have used a taxi cab service, but now they're using either Uber or Lyft, that's really what we're doing in the space. So, and again, not to be cliche-ish, but we've done things the same for a long time, and now we're kind of being asked to change. So we consider ourselves the Uber for medical sales and support. You can get in touch with us. Oh, by the way, and that, that just includes on-demand, efficient, and less expensive. You can find all the information and, and all our contact information, like we said again, at rep, rep-lit.com. Outstanding, Rick. Uh, this has been a true pleasure. And folks, again, take the invitation from Rick to connect. Find out more about what they're doing at rep-light.com. And Rick, just want to say thank you so much for spending time with us and sharing these operational efficiency words of wisdom with us. 
Well, again, thank you for having me, and, and I appreciate you as well. Thanks for tuning in to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast. If you want the show notes, inspiration, transcripts, and everything that we talked about on this episode, just go to outcomesrocket.health. And again, don't forget to check out the amazing Healthcare Thinkathon, where you can get together to form the blueprint for the future of healthcare. You can find more information on that and how to get involved in our theme, which is implementation is innovation. Just go to outcomesrocket.health slash conference. That's outcomesrocket.health slash conference. Be one of the 200 that will participate. Looking forward to seeing you there.